Okay. So let's get uh, let's get started here. Uh, this is uh, I don't know. To me, this has seemed like one of the most challenging Gemara's he's actually done, in, in, certainly in a long time. Um, um, so we're just going to go step by step, and I'll ask you actually to help me out uh, as we move along here, because it's certainly uh, there's a lot of a lot of pieces here to uh, stay on top of. But I think if we go we move slow and we go step by step, we should be able to uh, to do it. So just let's remind ourselves uh, where we where we are. So just in terms of practically, we are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve lines from the top. And uh, Shmuel had said that in this scenario, um, Shmuel had said that in this scenario where we have um, this case right here, right? Three brothers, and the two brothers are married. Each one's married to, they're married to two sisters, and they each have a Sarah along with them, right? And, and, um, 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 and Shmuel had said that if you do a chalitza with the, with the sisters, you don't patra the tsaros. But if you do a chalitza with the tsaros, then you patra the achayos. And the, the simple explanation was this assumption that, that, that the connection, right, that, the, um, that doing a chalitza with, with a sister, right, she is achos kukaso. So that's sort of like a... Again, like a um, um, that, that that well, like like over here, like we said, right? She's achos kukaso as opposed to the 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 and their stronger level iser, in which case the chalitza is less necessary and therefore it's not as strong, as opposed to the tsaros, which are tsaros achos kukaso, which is a, even a further removed level iser. Because remember, achos kukaso is only the rabbanon. Tsaros achos kukaso, we're gonna have to see maybe also. Again, only derabanan also is like a, almost like a double derabanan, but it's even further away, in which case their real connection, Bilhan Zilba's connection to Reuven is actually stronger. So when Reuven does a chalitza with them, it's a, again, higher level, stronger chalitza ma'alya, and therefore it has the ability to pater other people also. So that's why, that's why Shmuel had said, if you do chalitza with the tsaros, so then, you know, you will, you'll pater the sisters. But if you do chalitza with the sisters, it doesn't, part of the tsaros. That's, that was the shita of Shmuel. So if you go, we gave a couple of examples of, of Ged and Mimer, etc. But, but now we're back to that original point. And the Gemara asks at the end of the line, Maishna Lachayos. Where the Gemara says as follows, Maishna Lachayos, the lo Why, when it comes to the Achayos, um, when it comes to the sisters, right, if you do Chalitza with them, that you're not going to part of the tsaros. Right? Because you are, again, it's your, that's what we, it's the achos kukaso, basically. It's the, it's the sister. She's the sister of your zika. When it comes to, when I, when I also, meaning we've been talking like, oh, well, the iser that their sisters have is, you know, not quite, is, is stronger than the iser that they, that the tsaros have. But at the end of the day, we're going make the argument, they're both weak. They're both weak Yisurim. So if that's true, so it says the Gemara, uh, If I do a chalitza with the tzaros, I shouldn't patch the, the, the sisters either. Why? Because they're, again, they're tzaros achos kukaso. They're also still usher, right? They're also still usher to him. Um, and they're both relatively 
you know, weak Isurim. So in both scenarios, what, what, one's better, okay, one's a little stronger, one's a little weaker, but they're both relatively weak in terms of the, the, the power of the, uh, of the Chalitza. So why should any of them work? That's basically Gemara's question. You know, you, you're ranking them, you know, this is, you know, it's number 35 on the list or number 37 on the list, but they're both not number one on the list, right? So they're both weak. So, so why should either work? So answers the Gemara, Kasavar Shmuel Ein Zika. No, the reason is because Shmuel holds Ein Zika. This, and, and the, the Rishon Mal points out, this doesn't fully answer the question, this response, okay? Shmuel holds and there's no Zika. Okay, that, that's good. If there's no Zika, what does that mean? That means that Rach and Leah are not Achos Kukaso, right? It means that Zilpah and Bilha are not Saras Achos Kukaso, because again, the Zika, the Achos Kukaso means she's the sister of my Zika, right? So, Okay, that's great, but really that should blow up the whole conversation in a certain sense. So saying Shmuel holds Ein Zika doesn't answer the, the, the specific details here right away. So we're going to see the Gemara's going to come back to it. Because um, um, again, if you hold Ein Zika, then the whole conversation kind of goes away. Um, so fine, but, but nevertheless, the Gemara's going to attack even this point. We've, we've seen this over and over again. No, Shmuel holds Ein Zika. The Gemara Shmuel Yesh Zika. But what do you mean? Shmuel tells you for that he does hold their Zika. No, the different Omer ain't Zika ka Omer. Now, Shmuel's whole conversation here is only according to the opinion that holds ain't Zika. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna continue moving with that assumption that Shmuel holds ain't that this this whole conversation is according to the opinion that holds ain't Zika. But the Gemara says, okay, fine. If you're really holding ain't Zika, right? If you're holding ain't Zika, then what does that mean? So again, if you hold ain't Zika, then what does that mean? Rach and Leir are no longer Achos Kukasa, right? So if I do, if Ruvin does, does Chalitza with Rachel, she is not the, uh, the sister of his Zika, right? And therefore, that means that her connection to him is, is relatively strong, right? And therefore, maybe even he could do Yibam, in which case his Chalitza is very strong, and it should work. It should pass to the sister, it should pass to the Tsarus, if you hold Ein Zika, right? So then what's going on here? So the Gemara continues. Dishlamat Sarah de Rachel. Okay? Rachel and Leah here. Okay? So Rachel is going to be. Um, we're going to assume that Rachel is the woman, the, the younger sister who has the second Chalitza done for her in this conversation. Okay? Leah is older and therefore she gets the first Chalitza. Rachel is younger. She gets, again, that doesn't, that's not actually halachic. That's just the Gemara is assuming in this, for this conversation, Leah is going to be the one who gets the first Zika. Okay? So Bishlamat Sara de Rachel Loti Pater de Kevin the Chalitz la Lalea, Vihar de Chalitz la Rachel, Havila Chalitza de Rachel, Chalitza Psula. Okay? So the Gemara says, this case at least I can understand, meaning we're bothered by the whole concept. Once you hold Ein Zika, then the Chalitza of the Achayos should help the Tsaros. And at least, I'll say, look, I'll give you the following case. What's that? Rachel's Chalitza. Why? Look at Rashi. Um, yeah, look at Rashi. Bishlam at Sarah Rachel. It's a bunch of lines down on the right side in the skinny, skinny Rashis. It's like 10 lines in the bottom of the skinny Rashis. First word in the line is Bishlam. So it says Rashi. Bishlam at Sarah de Rachel. The Chalitza Bachrona. Right again, Rachel went second. She gets her second, the second Chalitza. Loti Pater. That her, her Chalitza shouldn't Pater her, her Tzara. Why? The chalitza de Rachel grew havai because her her chalitza is already worse. Why? The bar the yivume lo matzi the achotz chalutzasa hi. 
Okay? What happened? Remember, Reuven did a chalitza with Leah. I don't think there's a better chart of this. Um, let's just use this one still. Okay? So remember, Reuven has now done chalitza with Leah. Okay? Does chalitza with Leah, presumably Zopa the co-wife, is off. She's, 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 she's a Petura, right? However, when he comes in and does chalitza for Rachel, what's going to happen? Rachel is now what? She is Achos Chalutzasa. Right? She's the sister of a woman he, did, she, he already did chalitza. They cannot get married. If that's true, again, Leah's chalitza, again, there's no, Ein Zika right now. We're home, assuming Ein Zika, right? So there's no connection between Leah or Rachel and Reuven yet. Reuven does chalitza with Leah. She could have done Yibum with her. Right? He didn't. He did chalitza. Ah, as we said, that's a chalitza ma'aya. That's a very strong chalitza, right? However, once he's already done chalitza with Leah and now he comes to chalitza with Rachel, what happens? Now that she's Achot's chalutza, so she's the sister of his chalutza. He can't marry her. He can't do even with her. In which case, his chalitza is not as powerful because it's not as necessary in a certain sense, right? It's the connections on his straw. Ah, so it's like, fine. Bishlam, I understand. When Rachel, when he does chalitza with Rachel, that maybe it doesn't patra bilha. Right? Because that, that chalitza is not so powerful because he couldn't marry Rachel either. Right? However, uh, now go back to the Gemara for one second. Elatzara de Leia Tipater. Right? But Leia's Tzara, again, when he comes in and does, does a Chalitza with Leia, that's great. That's a very powerful Chalitza. It's a Chalitza Ma'aya. Right? She, she he could have done Yibum with her. That's Chalitza instead. For sure, Zopa should be to, should be to her. That's our, again, that's our, uh, we'll be talking about for, for, for adopting the way, way beginning. Right? You do a Chalitza with one woman, it patters all the wives. Right? So, Chalitza with Leah should for sure patal zilpa. So, what's going on over here? Okay? So, the Gemara, because again, now you told me that Shmuel holds Ein Zika. So, answers the Gemara, you're right. I'm stuck. Okay? And now the Gemara is going to start to sort of backtrack on understanding Shmuel and kind of change the understanding of Shmuel because if, if it's really true that Shmuel holds Ein Zika, then this whole conversation is, is, is in jeopardy. So, says the Gemara, so, so, so how do you tell me that if you did if I did chalitza with the achayos, it's lo nifta rutsaros. It's not true. If you do a chalitza with the leah, it should bat zopa, at least, at the very least. So answer the Gemara, my lo nifta rutsaros, nami the Gemar, atzara de Rachel. You're right. Lo nifta rutsaros didn't mean not no tsaros at all. It just means that when, when, you do, when if you do chalitza with Rachel, then it's not going to pat your bill. Okay. Says Gemara, v'had tsaros kamar. You said tsaros. You said multiple tsaros. You didn't just say that one case. So it answers the Gemara, Tsaros to Amma. No, it, it means any cases of Tsaros that would follow. Meaning, if there was, you know, three brothers here and three sets of sisters and co-wives, etc. Then it wouldn't just be, it would be true. As soon as, Le, as, soon as Leah has her, her chalitza done, if there was Rachel and uh, Rivka and Sarah, etc. And they were all sisters, it would be true. Right? It wouldn't just be true for Rachel, it would be true for all those sisters. Right? So it's, and there's Tsaros. So Tsaros, meaning any Tsar that would come after the first one. Um, so says the Gemara, Ihachi, Chalatz Latsaros, Nifteru Achayos. Right? Vatsaros, Rachami Miftera. Right? So the Gemara said, wait, wait, wait a second. Now, now let's flip back to the other side. You said before right, that the Shul's rule was if you do, however, if you do Chalitza with the Tsara, it patters the Achayos. Right? That's what you had said. But, but the Tsara of Rachel, she's going to patter others? How's, how's that going to work? Um, right, that's what Rashi says. Achalitza de tzara, the first white line of Rashi. Achalitza de tzara mi miftira rachel. What do you even mean? That doesn't even make sense anymore. 
right? Meaning, again, we've said until now that I get it. If you do a chalitza with Leah first, it'll pata the tzara, right? But a chalitza with Rachel won't pata the bilha. But will it, but, so what does that mean? But a chalitza of bilha will pata Rachel? Why, why would that be, right? Um, v'hatnan, right, and I'll tell you why it's a problem, because the following rule, Aser Adam Bitsaras Karovas Chalutzaso. Because the following concept. Uh, I think it might be easier to use the translation of the, of the article here. Just makes the, because you need two examples that sound very similar, but they're not exactly the same. Um, the way the, the language of the article is, the Tanana, Aser Adam Bitsaras Karovas Chalutzaso. A man is forbidden to take the co wife of his Chalutzas forbidden relative. Meaning, if, if a man has a chalutza, right? And she has a relative who is forbidden, right? So you have a chalutza, a woman did a chalutza with, and she has a relative, um, um, yeah, so if, if, she, if he has a co-wife, uh, sorry, he has a chalutza, and, um, and she has an, a, another, another karov who's forbidden, so you can't marry the co-wife of this, of this woman. Okay, the tsara even of the forbidden relative. Okay? Um, so what? Why does that matter here? Right? What does that matter? So, and look, just to have, they, they explain it here. Since he cannot take Rachel's co-wife in Yibum, right? Because again, Rachel is now forbidden, is now... She's now Achos Chalutza, so right? So her Chalitza is deficient and will not affect Rachel's release. Right? Meaning, since he's not allowed to marry the Tzara of Rachel, even at this point, because she is then, again, she's the co wife of the forbidden relative. She is, right? Rachel is the, uh, the, Rachel is the co wife, right? She's the, the uh, no, Bilha is the co wife, sorry, of the forbidden relative who's Rachel, of the Chalutza who's Leah. Right? So, since, so, so he's forbidden to Bilha also. Right? So that's the idea. Since he cannot take Rachel's co-wife and you, he can't take, he can't marry uh, Bilha, right? That, again, that, what does that mean about her? The chalitza done with Bilha. The chalitza with Bilha is no good. Or it's, or it's very, or it's a chalitza psula. Again, so it's not going to help Rachel. Since Allah is, you can't marry the co-wife, right, of the forbidden relative. You can't marry Bilha. So that's true. Again, a chalitza with Bilha is going to be very, you know, a very low level chalitza psula, in which case, he can, and in which case it doesn't pater Rachel, right? So if that's true, Gemara's question comes back. You had said, Shmuel, that for some reason, that if I do chalitza with the, with the tzara, it's better, and it, and it works for the, for, the, for, the, for the sisters. But that's not true, okay? With me, sort of, yeah? That's that, that steps hard. Okay, good. So what are you going to do here? So answers the Gemara, Shmuel nami Hischel velo hischel ka'amar. Again, we have to kind of like totally change the way Shmuel says the whole idea. What is that? Hischel ba'achayos lo yigmor bitzaros. What did Shmuel mean to say? What he meant to say was, if you start doing chalitza with the sisters, then don't do your next chalitza with the tzaros. Okay, meaning however you start, you should finish the same way. What do we mean? Disnan. Aser adam because again, we said, because a person is forbidden to the tsara, right, of the karov of his chalutza. Again, that bilha is forbidden, right? A person is forbidden to the tsara of his relative, of, of the forbidden relative. So if you did a chalutza with Leah, 
you can't do chalitza now after you're forbidden to build home, which case the chalitza is not going to be any good, right? I mean, it's just reiterating the same point, right? That basically Shmuel holds this concept that once you started doing chalitza with the sister, don't now go do the next chalitza with the tzara, because it's not going to work. This chalitza was very good, but this chalitza is going to be very weak, right? So you don't start with the sisters and then move to the tzara. Because now that you did a chalitza with the one sister, you've now created an iser for the tzara, in which case you've made the, made the chalitza very weak and won't impact anybody else. Yeah, sort of. Let's keep going and we'll see. Okay? Um, so he said, again, that he basically said, So, However, hischa b'tzaros, if you started with the tzaros, yigmor af ba'achayos. But if you started with the tzaros, if you started by doing your first chalitza with zopa, let's say, right? Which would work, right? If you did a chalitza with zopa, again, you're assuming ain zika. There's no zika, right? So, Reuven does chalitza with zopa. Who does that pater? It paters laya, right? You do a chalitza with one woman, it paters her tzar, okay? But who does it not impact? Right, Leia is not your chalutza anymore. So if Leia is not your chalutza, what's going to happen? So now I can go ahead and do another chalutza either with Bilha or Racha, one or the other, because they're not related. You need them are related to Zopa. Okay. So if I begin, right? So if I begin with the Hischa B'tzaros Yigmor Af Ba'achayos. Right. If I begin with the with the Tzaros, I can end even with Racha. I can do Racha next, and and Racha will Pater Bilha. Okay? This non, as the Mishnah says, mutter adam bikrovas tsaras chalutzaso. Because a person is permissible to the, to the karov of the tsara of his chalutza. Okay? Because a person is, right? A person is permissible to the karov of the tsara of the chalutza. Meaning, if you do chalutza with her, right? She's the tsara and she's the karov, that's fine, right? That, that person is, per, is permissible to Reuven, right? Why? Because again, Leia is not a chalutza. I know it sounds funny. She, no, no one did a chalitza with Leia, right? They did a chalitza with Zopa, and that just automatically pattered Leia. That doesn't make Leia a chalutza. She's not a, she can marry a Kohen, right? She's not a, she didn't, she's not a chalutza at that point, right? Her co-wife had a chalitza. She didn't need it. In which case, her, her sister, her karov, is not a, right, is not a, you know, achos um, chalutzaso at that point. Right? And that's why at that point, even though I started with the tzaros, I can, I can finish, do my next chalitza with Rachel, and that'll work, and it'll be Patra Bilha. Does that make sense? So, so Rabbi, you have four women who, for all intents and purposes, their status is only impacted by the order, like who had the chalitza done first? Yes. Okay. Yes, you're right. Like, literally, the question of how, you know, who, who can marry a Kohen, who can't, etc., like all these things, how many chalitza they need, it's all determined by who has chalitza done first, which sounds like, who cares? But the, the answer, like you said, this sort of bringing you an afkamina, it really matters, right? In a scenario like this, the determining, you imagine like the Bezdin would sit down and like figure out who goes first, who goes second, who goes third. Like you want to do as few as possible in a certain sense because you want to allow them to still be mutter the Kohen or like we've talked about before, maybe more to get more mitzvahs, whatever, but there's ways to deal with it. But, the, but yes, the, the order, here's where we're seeing that the order really matters. Okay? Okay. 
I think that's a miracle we got to that that smooth. Okay, so uh, let's, uh, I did not think it would go this uh, smoothly this morning. Okay, um, good. So th- this is now how they're going to explain Shmuel. Shmuel holds Ein Zika, and this whole thing where Shmuel says, you know, again, the line was, remember up here, Nah, he didn't really mean it like that. That's not what he meant. He meant when you begin, right, if you begin with Achayos, you can't finish with Saros. If you begin with Saros, you can finish with Achayos. That's what he meant. Okay? Fine. Rav Ashi's going to say, come on. You can't chop up all of Shmuel. That's not going to work. You got to go, you got to, we have to say this the way we said it originally. La'olam, says Rav Ashi, la'olam kidika amris. No, go back to the way we originally said this whole uh, concept. Now look at Rashi for one second, all the way on the bottom, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six lines in the bottom of Rashi. La'olam, three words from the end of the line. La'olam kid amr shmuel b'reisha. Ha'latz la'achayos lo'nifti rutsarus. Mishum de yesh zika. Okay, no, Shmuel holds exactly what he said. And he holds yesh zika. Okay? Um, and we, again, we had asked our original question was, okay, but if that's true, what makes the chalitza with the sisters really, or the chalitza with the tsaros really any better than the chalitza with the sisters? Right? That was our original question on Shmuel. If you're really going to tell me that, oh, chalitza with the tsaros, that, that part is the achayos. But chalitza with the achayos, that doesn't part of the tsaros. So like, what, what, what was the big difference? They're both these kind of weak level isurim, either achos kukaso or tsaros achos kukaso, and neither one is that strong, and the chalitza of each of them should be relatively weak, and why, does, why is one so much better than the other? So Ravashi has to answer that question. So la'olam, so, so Rashi Amar la'olam ka'amris, back in the Gemara, umishum lo alima zika l'shvuye l'tsara ke'erva. I'll tell you the difference, he says. That, that zika, even if you hold yesh zika, whatever you always said, yesh zika means it's almost like, you know, the yavam and the, and the potential yavama are like, they're not married yet, but they have a very close connection to the extent that I'm now, that yavam is now forbidden to her sister and her mother and her daughter, etc., right? But it's not, they're not really married, right? So how far do we take it? So if Ashi says, I'll tell you the difference. Yes, yesh zika, right? So you have this, this connection to her and it has halakhic ramifications. However, what does it not do? It doesn't make the tsara like an erva. Okay, so if I'm the achos, woman's achos kukaso, again, just the concept of zika, that makes her achos kukaso because of zika, right? She's a sister of the Zika. But now you're going to tell me, I, I understand you tell me I'm the Tzara of the Achos, <laughs> Isha. I get it. She's the, she's the co-wife of Mamish, the sister of your wife. That I understand. But this, the, the co-wife of the sister of your Zika, that already is too far. Right? That's already too far. That, 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 that much we're not going to say, basically, Ravashi says. And the point being that Tzara's Achas Zikukaso is really basically not an almost, you know, very, very little, low, very low level Isser or maybe not an existing Isser. And at which point he wants to argue the reason why Tsaras go first is because the Tsara is really not forbidden to Ruvain, right, in a certain sense. Um, I don't think it's totally not forbidden to Ruvain, but the point being, if, if we assume the Zika doesn't make the Tsara like the Erva, then she really is much, could really do Yibam with Ruvain. Right? And if that's true, then, then it's true that the chalitza with her would taka be very strong. Because again, she has the ability to do yibum with Reuven. If that's true, now I get it. 
if you say Rachel Leah Yesh Zika, so they are Achas Kukaso doing a Yibam. She can't do Yibam with either of them, so Chalitza with them is pretty weak. But Bilha and Zilpa, who are the Tsara of Achas Kukaso, well, we don't hold. They don't have a concept of Tsara's Achas Kukaso, right? The, the, once you're the Tsara of Achas Kukaso, we don't we don't care about the Zika anymore. In which case, Reuben could do could do Yibam with Bilha or with Zilpa. In which case, they're and by the way, Yibam with a Chalitza with them. They are still Pater's, their sister, their, their co-wife. In which case, the, that Yibam is a very, the, the Chalitza is a very, the Chalitza Ma'alia, it's a very strong Chalitza. And that's why Shmuel says, Chalitza La'achayos, nothing to talk about. Doesn't help the Tsaros. But Chalitza with the, with the Tsaros, that's very powerful. And that will talk a uh, to the sisters. Okay? Fine. Uh, and Tanya Kavasi, dear of Ashi, I have a Braisa, which holds like Rav Ashi, which says as follows, Chalitza La'achayos, on Nifti Ritzaros. Halat Saros niftu niftu rachayos right there. Rabbi Bryce, which has the same thing that that, that Shmuel says that if I do a chalitza with rachayos, it doesn't part the tsaros. Implication being, if I did it with the tsaros, it would taka part the rachayos, right? And in my time, what's the reason? Lav mishum dekasava yesh zika velalima zika leshuye letsara keerva. And what's the reason? The same reason we just said. It's because we hold yesh zika, but even though we hold yesh zika, the zika it doesn't have the power to make the tsara like an erva. She doesn't accept. She doesn't become that same level of Isser as we have by, uh, you know, real Krovim, right? Where the or real, real Erva, where the Tsar becomes Mamish like the Erva. Okay. Um, so let's, let's try to finish up the two dots here. If we can, I'm Rabbi Abba Bar Mamal Hamani. Who is this? Beishamahi. This is like Beishamahi. How do I know? This time the Breton mission says, Beishamahi Matirin Hatsaros Lachin. Because Beishamahi we know. Beishamahi was one who held. Very long time ago, we saw Yud Gimel Amun Aleph. It says in Sarah Shashas that that uh, that um, Beishamai was matir tsaros. Right, so this is definitely in line with Beishamai because they hold tsaros are they're not like the erva at all. From where it says Ihach Yevumenam Tisyabim. Right, this gets to the question: How how far do we really want to say? So if that's true, then Beishamai. If 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 we're like holding like Beishamai, then we should let them do yibum. It's like Karevi Yochanan Ben Nuri the Amr the Amu the Amr Bo Veniskan Lahem. No, Sturb Yochum and Nuri held that even though, even according to Beishamai, Yutaka, really the, 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 the Tsar is not like Erev at all, and really can in theory do Yibam, nevertheless, Yochum and Nuri, he didn't want to, he said we should make a Takana, made that we don't allow the Tsar to actually marry uh, the, the Yavam, we make them do Chalitza, even though technically Midar Raisa, they could do so. And that's why, again, um, it, it's, it's like, it's like the Shita Beishamai, but, um, and in the fact that we don't allow them to get married, again, that's just that's because we're holding like Yochan Benuri. So, so it says the Gemara, "Hamar Marlo, we speak of the Gemara Sadavar Asha Nitrafasha." That's how they're trying to, you know, pass pass this legislation, right? To pass like Yochan Benuri that that we uh, will not allow them to the uh, Torah to do to do Yibam only do Chalitza. And the Gemara had said that they didn't have the time to get this done. So answer the Gemara, Am Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Achar Rav Chazri B'Tiknin. No, they made that takana. At the end of the day, the next day, they returned to the Bezdin, to the, to the base Medrash, and they made that takana. Uh, in which case, again, so just, it, it, this, this whole concept, the idea being, it, it follow, falls in line very nicely with the Shita Beishamai, who again holds that, uh, that Sarosh Amutar. You could make the, the, the opposite argument, which is that even according to Beishamai, even according to Beishillel, who holds that Sarosh are Aser, maybe here the point was, that by a tsara of a zika, that's already too far, you know, too far, uh, you know, an extension. You could have made that an argument. The Gemara here seems to assume it's like Bisham. Um, okay, fine. But anyways, you got the two dots, and we'll pick up here tomorrow.